You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. I want to talk about something that came up for one of my clients recently, and it came up for me quite a bit as well when I was dating, and I believe it's an issue that a lot of women who are dating struggle with. And that is the idea of receiving. So we're going to talk about, you know, if you might have a receiving problem, and that's one of the reasons that you're struggling in your romantic relationships, and a really simple thing that you can start doing to move past that. So this is ugh, this is so interesting because I feel like a lot of women really struggle with this. And so receiving, I know, is a broad term, but if you have a problem receiving. It's going to be really hard to create a strong dynamic in a relationship. So how do you know if you might have a problem receiving? If you cannot take compliments, if you'll never allow other people to pay for things for you, if you immediately feel like, if I accept this, then I owe someone. So, you know, I know that this comes up a lot because I hear a lot of women say, you know, I'm worried that if I let him pay for the date, then he'll expect that I'm going to sleep with him. Like they want to go halvesies on everything because they are worried about feeling like they then owe someone something. So let's break this down a little bit. You've got to understand something super basic. Everybody has feminine and masculine energies. We all have both energies within us. And you really want both of your energies to be really healthy, but sometimes they're going to be like, one is going to be stronger than another. So you can be a woman who has a lot of masculine energy, but if the masculine energy is really healthy, then it's not going to affect the happiness that you can create in a relationship. But if you're a woman who has a lot of masculine energy and it's really unhealthy, it will. Same thing goes if you have a lot of feminine energy and it's really unhealthy. So I say that to give a little context for this, which is that the feminine is the receiving energy and the masculine is the giving energy. And without being crass, it's pretty basic to understand this. You know, it's like you can just look at our physiology and like, that's what's there. The feminine is the receiver. So what happens is if you're a woman and you consider yourself a pretty feminine woman and you want to be with a man who will look after you and take care for care of you and really give to you in a lot of ways and you're unable to receive that's going to be a big block that you're creating it's going to be a big block and it's going to be very discouraging for any man that's interested in you because he's going to feel like i want to take care of this woman i want to support her i want to give to her and she's not receptive so you've got to learn how how to receive If you are unable to receive, then there's an unhealthy imbalance going on, regardless of whether you have more masculine or more feminine. Everyone needs to be able to receive. So the way that this manifests is that you will not allow 
the masculine to provide for you. So what happens is you'll meet a guy and he's interested in you and he wants to do things for you. And every time he does something for you, you're like, oh, no, 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 I can't accept that. Or he does one small thing for you. You know, he takes you out and buys you a nice dinner. And then the next time you see him, you make him a five course meal, you know, wearing nothing but heels and a thong. You know, it's not that there can't be a place for giving back, but you're canceling out what he gives. And so a man who's strongly in his masculine, who wants to be able to give, that's going to be a huge turnoff for them. Not only that, but depending on how strongly you're sort of repelling that giving energy, it may really keep you from even attracting men that want to give in that way. And what that can lead to is that you only end up attracting men that are takers, that want to take from you, or you attract men that are men that are givers and you can't ever establish anything long-standing. You are so afraid of receiving, you're so unwilling to receive that the relationship will fall apart either because he gives up Or because you're just like, oh, I don't feel an attraction to him. So this was something that I went through quite a bit. So when I was younger, I would meet someone who would really like me. And he would be kind and funny and handsome. And he would really want to show up for me over and over again. And I couldn't take it. I couldn't receive it. You know, so it's like if he tried to do something for me, I would just like, I'd have to do so much more in return. I wouldn't accept it. Or I would just be mean to him. I would literally try to push him away. You know, and I went through this period where I kept attracting these guys who were, um, you know, they were very expressive in terms of how they would show their love. And that's something that consciously I always said I wanted. You know, my primary love language is words of affirmation. So I'd be like, oh, I need someone who can tell me how much he cares about me, how special I am, how much he misses me when he doesn't see me, and all those things. But then when someone would come along that would actually do that, I would turn him away. So I went through this period where I was attracting these guys who were very expressive in terms of words, but then also just in like these romantic gestures. So I dated like four guys in a row who either wrote me a song or wrote me a poem. (laughs) It was like, I was so repulsed by them trying to give me so much care. I couldn't take it. I felt embarrassed and turned off and just like disgusted. And I had this strong reaction because I did not believe that I was worthy of that kind of love and appreciation. Certainly not the kind that someone would bring out their artistic side and see me as like a muse for him. And I do want to clarify that these weren't horrible, horrible poems. It's not that they were so untalented and I was embarrassed for them. It was really just me and this inability to receive love in the way that I said that I wanted. So, you know, when I saw that this was coming up for myself over and over again, I had to sort of look and see like, what is it? Why am I attracting these situations? And it was because there was a lesson I needed to learn. There was some receiving that I needed to do. I needed to be more comfortable, you know, receiving love, receiving care and affection. Because the guys that I was most attracted to were the ones that I really had to chase. You know, what they made me feel like I needed to work for their love and I would work for their love. 
And that was my pattern. And that's why it's like, I really had to take full responsibility for the relationships that I was creating. I would complain and bitch and moan to my friends that, you know, every guy I went out with who I actually liked was just a total jerk. He was so unavailable and all this stuff. But the truth was that I was unavailable. I was not available for the kind of love I said that I wanted. And so I was attracting at the level I was ready to receive. And the level that I was ready to receive at was obviously very low. I was basically only able to receive breadcrumbs that I worked my ass off for. You know, and so when someone came along and they just cared about me and wanted to give to me almost unconditionally, it was too much. I could not receive all of that. So it's not the only reason you might not like someone who likes you. But for me, this was definitely something that was playing a role. And for you, it may really be playing a big role as well. So I want you to consider that really sincerely. Like how able are you to receive? You know, if someone is holding the door for you, do you tell them to just like go ahead? If, you know, you forget your wallet in the car, will you let your friend pay for you? Or do you make it into this whole thing where it's like, no, no, no. I can't allow someone to spend an extra $2 on me. Um, are you unwilling to let someone pay for you on a date? You always insist on going halfsies. Like, even with just little things, do you cringe if someone compliments you? Do you immediately compliment them back? Do you tell them, like, you know, if someone says, oh, I love your dress, do you tell them, oh, it was $12, you know? Like, do you try to minimize the positive things that people say to you? I just want you to look and consider, am I unwilling to receive? And here's a little practice that you can start doing. This is so simple. It's going to sound silly, but it's those little things that you do that ultimately end up making a huge impact. So what you're going to do is just practicing saying, I received that. Thank you. I received that. Thank you. So if someone compliments you and they say, oh, you look so nice today. I want you to say, I received that. Thank you. And actually receive it. Don't argue with it. Don't push away. Don't just say like, oh, you know, (laughs) without giving like an actual thank you. I received that. Thank you. I did this exact thing. And I told my friends, you know, one of my friends sort of giggled at me when I said it. And I was just like, I realized that I have a hard time receiving. She was like, oh, that's such an interesting thing. I'm going to do that also. And so we both just got into a practice of saying it. You know, I received that. Thank you. You know, if someone takes you out and they want to pay for you, You don't have to reach for your wallet. You can just say, thank you so much. Show your appreciation when someone gives to you, but that doesn't mean you need to immediately give back, that you have to give back the same, you know, and it's interesting because a lot of women will say things like, but you know, I know guys don't like when women don't offer to pay, like, but here was an interesting thing for me because I've heard that, of course, you know, and some men, it really may bug them, but you don't have to worry about what every single person wants and needs. This is going to be a personal practice for you in receiving. You know, so it's like, I never would reach for my wallet and sincerely. I just didn't do it. I know some dating coaches really advise it and say, you know, it's important for a guy to know that you're willing to. To me, it wasn't my thing. I was like, I will pay when I feel like I'd like to pay. So when I'd have a boyfriend or something, you know, at some point I'd randomly pull out my wallet and I would pay. I didn't ever want to go halfsies. That wasn't something... I would do, but that was just for me. I'm not saying that's a rule. Anyway, you know, with Kobe, my husband, he even now will say, oh, I hate it when, when girls don't reach for their wallet. He said that one time and I was like, babe, I never once reached for my wallet. And he was like, you did not <laughs> I 
was like, no. And he was just like, hmm, interesting. So it's like sometimes people say one thing, but like they didn't really know what they wanted. He may have thought like, oh, it'd be nice to have a girl who paid. But with me, he liked me. He didn't think about it twice. He was happy to give to me and take care of me and make me feel special and appreciated. And I think that he doesn't remember because I was always very gracious and appreciative. And that's the thing that I think women have a hard time understanding is that for a lot of men, that being gracious, that appreciation, that big smile or the hug at the end of the night, you know, or a kiss, if that is what you want to do, that goes a long way. Men want to provide, they want to be able to do things for you. And so the important thing is to not be, you know, don't be an ingrate. No, no one likes that. But if you can receive graciously and give him a big smile and a big thank you and show that you appreciate the effort, that you're acknowledging what he's doing for you, you know, for most men, that's going to take you really far. And honestly, it's not hard to become the kind of woman that inspires that sort of behavior. You know, I've heard women say things like, well, guys don't even offer to do things like that for me. And it's like, you're not inspiring that because that's not the standard that you're holding. My expectation was so firmly that when I went out with someone, he wanted me to have a wonderful time. He wanted me to have a wonderful drink or a delicious meal or whatever it was. That is what I expected and believed on such a level that I didn't even have to communicate that. And that's what happened for me. This isn't to say that if someone took me out and they didn't buy me a big fancy meal, I would be upset. Of course not. It's not about an expectation in terms of being entitled. It's about the expectation in terms of the standards that you hold. I held myself out as a woman where that was the sort of treatment that I expected. And that's just what happened for me. You know, we do get what we expect in a lot of ways. And if you're not getting what you desire, what you require, what you expect, it's okay to communicate that. But I really didn't usually have to. And usually if it did come up that I felt like, There was something that I would have liked that wasn't experienced. It was never, I would never say it in like a blaming way. You can't be upset if someone doesn't just psychically know what your expectations are. And so, you know, with me, what I found was that I held the energy of what I desired so strongly and so clearly that most men just sort of got it and stepped up and there wasn't anything I needed to actually communicate. It wasn't always the case. And so sometimes I would just tell them, you know, this is what I think is really nice on a date. I know not every woman cares about this, but for me, this is what's really nice. And no one ever gave me any attitude about it. Every guy I said that to always said, thank you. You know, and sometimes I was telling them knowing that it wasn't the right person for me and I was not going to go out with them again. So it's really just like giving them free dating advice. Um, And some of them, they were people who I did go on to spend more time with. But either way, I'm getting a little bit off track here because this is really about just getting into that basic practice of learning how to receive so that you can be the receiving energy in your relationship. So that is your little exercise. After listening to this episode, practice receiving. So bring it to your awareness when someone wants to give you something, tell you something, compliment you. Thank you. I receive that. I receive that. Thank you. And just really get into the habit. And as you do it, actually, feel it. You know, when you're saying I receive it, it's not just about the words you're saying. It's about the energy of actually receiving. If someone tells you, you look beautiful, you did a really great job on that project. Thank you. You know, thank you. I received that. Don't say like, oh, I had to work really hard or, 
you know, oh, it's nothing. I didn't really even do that much. Like, just don't minimize it. Just receive it. The second thing to do to practice receiving is giving yourself what you need. So sometimes we don't expect other people to give us what we want and need because we don't even take the time to give ourselves what we want and need. So, you know, this often is going to come up if you're feeling bored or sad or angry or anxious. We just sort of skip over those feelings. Like we'll have those feelings sitting in our bodies and we just leave it there. So don't just leave it there. If you are feeling any sort of negative emotion, instead of trying to like, you know, tune out, I want you to really tune in and get into the practice of giving yourself what you need and then receiving that. So the way that I would do that is, let's say I'm feeling really anxious. I usually feel my anxiety in my chest. And so I would put my hand on my chest and just take a breath and ask myself, what do I need right now? And see what answer comes up. You know, sometimes it's just time to sit and read a little bit. It may be a massage. It may be a workout. It could be a yoga class. It could be chocolate cake. Like it doesn't really matter what it actually is. It's more just tuning into yourself, be willing to listen and see what comes up and then giving yourself what you need and receiving that and sort of like, you know, thank you, like thanking yourself for taking the time to do that. You know, for me, a lot of times moving my body is sort of what I needed. And so like I'll finish a workout and I'll just sort of take a couple of breaths afterwards and I'll just be like, oh, thank you. I'm so grateful that I had this chance to move. That's really what I needed. Not always. Sometimes it's a delicious cake. (laughs) Sometimes it's a cake or cupcakes or whatever, but then it's like, whatever it is that you need, be really present with it. So it's like, if you tune in and you're saying to yourself, what I should be doing is working out, but what I really want and need right now is some sort of treat to indulge myself a little bit. Have the treat, but be present as you're having it. Don't then eat it and feel guilty about it and been like, oh, I should have worked out. Now, if that's what you decided, if that's what you tuned in and got, you really needed, then have it and enjoy it and get what you needed from it. See, it's like if you have your treat because that's what you needed and then you don't receive it because you're thinking I shouldn't have had it, then you're undoing it. There was literally zero point to it because you're not enjoying it and now you're feeling worse. So don't do that, obviously. Give yourself whatever you need and then like allow yourself to receive from yourself. So those are two very small but very impactful practices that you can start implementing right now, today, so that you can start getting in the habit of receiving more. All right, that is all that I have for you today. I will see you again in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast.